0: The winds of change are upon us as we embark on a new chapter for all of our podcasts. We are now under the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network. It's the same shows with the same co-hosts, including the Klaus of the Heart Podcast and Tea Time, Wendy's World and the Turnbuckle Time Machine. It's truly a new era for all of our shows. Now under the PFC Podcast Network. The following is a close to the Heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated M for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. I don't know why that that tickles me so much, but it really, really does. It Welcome really to sets the mood. It does. Welcome to tea time. I am Jason Klaus he, with Jim Burgett. Um, full disclosure, full disclosure. Uh, we literally, you know, b- both of us came on the air here and we l- literally hit record. There was maybe 20 words worth of crosstalk before we came on the air. So I'm not really sure what's gonna transpire here, but I gotta be I gotta be straight up with you, T. Pretty fucking excited about it because there's no telling where where this is going. I feel like you are full of piss and vinegar. Um I can say the same. So let's lo- let's roll, man.
1: I gotta tell you. <laughs>
0: listen before you start i just gotta tell you when you start a conversation like that with that tone with the delivery everything i know that this is going to be stimulating conversation so please proceed
1: now you've set me up for failure they'll be all right ever seen so many goddamn semis backed up for miles and miles and miles and miles look if you want to fucking protest you quit your job protest don't hold up international travel and everybody's way to get home and get to their family or even get to their jobs on every shift get the fuck out of the way you know what i mean i mean it's bad and in- Detroit, um, Windsor it's bad up here by the Blue Water Bridge just to see a semi's from 94 from Port Huron all the way to um, I think they said 16 or 15 mile road and then it begins again towards Taylor to the Ambassador Bridge because they're um, protesting because apparently the Prime Minister of Canada wants all these truckers vaccinated they want a a mandate and Yeah, so coming home today was not fun. Um, That, uh, I mean, it started as early as, I guess it started last night, I guess, around eight or nine, maybe my timing's off. But when I come through Port Huron this morning on my way to work at like quarter to five, they were already sitting on the side of the road. And I'm like, oh, here they go again. Because I know they had some pro- protesting going on up in Ottawa, and they tried it there, and now it's here. Mm-hmm. Because once they shut Windsor down, they all tried to hightail it up here and cross at the Blue Water Bridge.
0: I'll be straight up. I didn't think that that's where you were going to head with this. I know. I, well, I did not realize. I mean, of all things that you could have talked about.
1: Oh, don't worry. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I just wanted a few minutes of not talking about my truck before we got there, Mm -hmm. because it's gonna arouse some anger, right? Frustration, Mm -hmm. more anger, of uh, course. A a little bit more frustranger. Oh wait, frustranger. (laughs) I word.
0: What are we making up new words now?
1: I guess. I guess. Frustranger?
0: Frustranger. Yeah, I say that it sounds now.
1: like
0: a, it sounds like a T-shirt. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> um, yeah, man, this um, this whole strike thing with with the truckers, um, I saw a little bit of it on the news this evening before coming down here to Studio H. Um, it, this has the potential to cause a real ripple in 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 the world around us. Like twenty five percent of of supplies are brought here from Canada and like they had sent tow trucks in to move these semis to open up the railways and or you know the, the roadways and wouldn't you know it in a swerve, bro. Um the tow truck drivers joined the convoy. I was <laughs> like, wow, what well, a statement.
1: They, they finally taken a break from towing my vehicles back and forth. To, uh, to hop
0: on this. Oh, you, I mean, kind of a smooth I, transition here. What, what, I, what's happening I, with the truck, T?
1: So the white one is officially all done.
0: Really? That's sad.
1: It, it, it started, I think, like January 19th. I think it started. And I lost oil pressure. And um, the oil was good. You know, checked everything. And then sent it into the garage. Um, they repl- They heard some noise, so they replaced, I guess in order to get now, I've got a twenty ten GMC Sierra white pickup truck
0: that and- we went that we went uh, and picked out. To uh, you know, we were hanging out one day, and we decided to go to or you came out. I have to go to the dealership. I'm like, I'll go with you, and we picked the bitch out together. So yeah,
1: that's that's correct. That is correct. I it had like thirty one thousand miles on it. Got a great deal, eighteen five for it. Was happy four wheel drive. That's what I need here in Michigan. Of yeah, and, and um. Uh. So they got they got to the bottom of the oil pan and noticed there was shrapnel in the bottom of the oil pan, and there was some pins in there and them rolling them little. They're just tiny pins and those are rocker arm pins. So I had some rocker arm that went bad, went down, and it went all the way through and went into the oil pan so now the truck had a ticking noise and we all know that ticking is not good because it usually leads to a blown motor not all not in all cases some can be fixed to the point where they're light it's not so bad you know um apparently these 2010s are plagued with bullshit so i'm i'm, I'm wondering if you know the truck got made on a friday or a monday <laughs> you know <laughs> And and I, I, after working my ass off, you know, to get the vehicle by myself, got my credit to where it needs to be and was working on it. And so they got that fixed. And then after they got that fixed, that got paid for, then they had to go in and find out where the noise was. So they took the valve cover off and found two broken rocker arms. So they fixed them, replaced them. Now, in the meantime, I had bought my mom's truck. She's got the same vehicle. It's a red one. This one has four doors, where mine has like the suicide doors. This was actually an extended cab, and it's actually got the shorter box than my full size. So anyhow, that truck hadn't been driven in very long. My mom's 85. She doesn't drive anymore. So for the time being, we got things switched around, you know, and um, in the meantime, they're still trying to get the truck worked on. And then Monday I get the call where he's like, well, we got everything put back together. He goes, it was sounding good for about 10 minutes. And then we heard more pins rolling around down at the bottom of the motor. So, when the rocker arms broke, some of them went down, some of them didn't. Looks like they might have scorched some shit on the way down, which is never good. I'm no mechanic, but I'm just telling you, you got something that sounds like a marble pan around in the bottom of your motor,
0: it's generally
1: not good. So Yeah,
0: not, not a good sign for sure.
1: No. So, then the alternate plan was to pull the motor, send it to a machine shop, have them bore out I want to say like the cams and the pistons and all that shit because with that thing breaking if it was hot they char some shit up on the way down it's just not good at all you know so then that's it i mean we're talking a few thousand dollars just to have the motor taken out redone it's actually it would come back as a rebuilt motor right and that's just not in the budget (laughs) <laughs> so, because as we all
0: know, how things
1: go when you get close to paying off a car, what happens?
0: And everything it, starts breaking down.
1: So I've got about twenty-eight hundred left to go on the truck. I got roughly ninety thousand out of it from the time I bought it to now, and I'm not pleased at all. I, I, I—if I wanted a piece of shit, I would have bought a car. You know what I mean? I bought, I'd be, I bought a V8 pickup truck to get me through the winter, to get me back and forth to walk, work, to haul my deer, to haul anything.
0: Right.
1: Um, you now, mind you, everything has always been kept up on that truck. You know how I was with it. Yep. You know.
0: And very, very, very meticulous.
1: Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Maybe in my younger days, I wouldn't have been so much, but it's different when you pay for them, <laughs> you know? So, so then I haven't had any major issues with that truck. The most I've ever had, which they're plagued with are their fucking headlights.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When one goes out, the other one goes with them, you know? And, um, so I was very lucky in that aspect But the the fact that the truck is done at one hundred and twenty six thousand miles, I just can't I can't wrap my head around it. That's what I have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So got a hold of the bank. They said anything under three thousand, you know, you can drop it to PLPD or you can sign a storage agreement. You know, if if you can't drive. I said, well, it's not driving anywhere. It's not going anywhere, you know, so. I worked it out with the bank, we did a, uh, um, a storage agreement, and that's where it's going to sit until it's paid off. Um,
0: so, then I, what are you going to do with it when it's paid off?
1: Um, I, I w- with things the way they've been going, I have to recoup a lot of money that I put in, and I put in a lot. I mean, we're talking close to 2000 already.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? And I owe right. almost three, so we're talking five grand already, you know? Yeah. So, so it's not been happy. So today, well, this, this thing's been towed three t- two times. It was towed there. Now it was towed home. We just got dropped off a little bit ago. Got that squared away. But ever since I took over my mom's, because it what has not been driven in forever, we've been having issues. So <laughs> it didn't start one morning. So I had to have it towed to the garage one GMC Sierra for another. And again, if I wanted a piece of shit, I would have bought a Ford or a Dodge. GMC, I thought were old man's trucks. Like they were reveled as close to being like the Cadillac of trucks. I mean, now they've got Escalades and whatnot, but you know what I mean? So um, we get the truck there. have a bunch of stuff done. First was the trans lines. It's the second time. So uh, I'll I'll back up. When my mom and dad bought that truck, it only had 11 miles on it. So they bought it brand new. They had it paid off in a year, whatever. So come to find out to my sister, she's had issues with it pretty much since it's been paid off. Like a year into buying this thing brand new. The trans lines were already replaced like four or five years ago. Now granted, she don't drive it that much. I know that all takes effect. We live on dirt road, you know, farm. I get it. But aren't these things supposed to be built to fucking last? Am I right? Mm -hmm. I don't get rubber hoses and gaskets and spark plugs and shit like that. I get all that. I do. But now, for the past two to three weeks, I've been chasing sensors because it won't run right. I've changed a mass air sensor. I've changed a temperature coolant sensor. And the truck is what's been happening is it's reading gasoline that's too rich. You know, so we've been chasing sensor, doing everything to the minimalist to where I'm at now is um it looks like the throttle body needs cleaning or replaced. And we're talking about a truck that's only got forty thousand miles on it. You know what I mean? And I have been playing back and forth. With truck, with with tow trucks, with the garages, getting rides to work, and I don't, I don't deal well with that. I do not like depending on people. I haven't, we haven't even talked that much because you know I've been, I've been in a bad spot,
0: you know. You have been, you've been, uh, and I mean, you lay in all this hell, and there, there will be people that that listen to this. They'll be like, dude, chill, it's not that deep. People that say that have not had to. Had to deal with shit like this. And if they did have to deal with it, they're not the ones that are paying for it out of pocket. Yeah, You're wonderful. either getting a loan from a parent or a friend or whatever the case may be. I understand your frustration, and I'm terribly sorry. That's why I haven't been a smart ass this week, because I <laughs> can tell that uh you were not in a good headspace. And who the fuck who who could blame you? Because when you when you take something like our mode of transportation away for whatever reason, it is a mind fuck on so many levels because you know that's your that's your course of freedom. You know, you need to get away for a little bit. You hop in the vehicle, you go for a drive to clear your head or what have you. When you don't have that option, and, and you especially because I know how you are with asking for help and having you are very much an independent dude so to have to rely on on other people for something like going to work which is pretty damn important dude i i totally understand your your frustration and if i had the means i
1: Oh no double. no! It, it's it's not like I'm asking for charity here. That's not what I'm getting at by any stretch. I could start a like GoFundMe
0: or something.
1: No, absolutely not. I, I, I'd rather take a fucking city bus. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha. I just I don't. I
0: GoFundMe, I believe, for people. Dude, it was a joke. I wasn't really.
1: No 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 no. I, I know. I know. You know, them are for people that are in dire need, you know, I, and I understand people go through automotive issues all, all the time. It's not just me, but to have both of them go and you, you think you, you've you got the issue solved on one. You know what I mean? But getting the white truck home and now that's there, it's there. That's one chapter I can close and now I can focus on the red truck for right now. You know what I mean? But right, so I have had a bunch of shit replaced and you know it runs fine for four or five hours and then it's a hard cold start and it just don't it wants to turn you know it doesn't want to catch you know and it's not like it's an alternator or start or anything like that it's something beyond that you know because what's happening is the, it's getting the the it's getting too much alcohol instead of gas like it, the percentage is way high so i took it to a friend last night and he had one of these gigantic, I'd say, eight to $10,000 scanners, one of the big boys, you know what I mean? And um, we, he ran three different tests on it, and they all came back. And hopefully, fingers crossed, taking it out tomorrow after work, it gets the job done. Because with, with this one, you know, you got to put your foot on the gas pedal to start it. And as we all know, as fuel-injected vehicles, you should not have to put your foot down on the gas pedal to start it. You know what I mean? So they're thinking the throttle body is being stuck closed and there's a little hole in this throttle body. It's a round thing with like a a fin in it and it opens and closes. And what they're thinking that there's this a little hole where air comes through to allow it to start. It's gummed up and it is not allowing it to um, properly function. And then when it does, it's flooding the truck out, you know? So. It's, uh, but once it starts, it runs like a top motor sounds good. Everything sounds good. It's getting it to catch, you know, so hopefully tomorrow it all gets figured out because it's been, it's been pretty tough to say the least. So, however, I'm going to get away from this subject for a minute and I'm going to show you something and then we'll explain it to the audience. So I'm going to switch gears, no pun intended. Kicking it out of four-wheel drive. I'm going to show you something. And I don't know. And don't go by the name of what I'm going to show you. Just go by the nostalgia of it, okay? Okay. I'm
0: intrigued. You have my, my interest.
1: Do you know what that is?
0: Well, hold the goddamn thing still. Shut up.
1: For real? Remember these? Remember we used to talk about these? It's a video. Is that disc. a
0: laser disc?
1: Yes, a video disc.
0: Oh my God.
1: This is called Pro. This one is Protocol with Goldie Hawn. Yes. I want to say, I was looking for a date. On, so we we're cleaning out the old man's room, which is where I'm at right now. And I wish to God I could find the date, but I can't see because my ice, 1984 right here. And I found three of these things. Now, I don't know if I told you, but the very first one I saw was Rambo on this. Right. Or First Blood, whatever you first want.
0: Blood. Call it. Right. R- Rambo part one.
1: Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And when I found it, it absolutely blew my mind. Like I had forgotten all about. it. I know we talked about it, but to actually see it again, you know, really. Really brought back the old memories, you know?
0: That's fun. Fun find. Yeah, it is a fun find.
1: There's also this gem, the old.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. An old school post office uniform hat.
1: Old trucker one.
0: That's great. You know? That's great. So,
1: (laughs) but we are getting, I just got my 10 years in at work on Sunday.
0: Did they throw you a party?
1: No, I didn't no. even get—I didn't even get a fake Rolex out of the claw machine. <laughs> where's my applaud? Where's my—you know—where's the sound effects?
0: I—I I, I, sorry, <laughs> they're, they're sleeping. Cheap, uh, cheap pop. Well, listen—the truck story, you know, got a little long here, so. Oh,
1: I know. I- <laughs> I had to turn it around because that has been my mentality for the past three to four weeks.
0: I know it has. Like I said, that's why I really haven't been a, a, a smartass to you because <laughs> I,
1: I get it from other people. What's one more?
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I've never been one that's like to be grouped into the norm. No, I, I know, I know. but there, I feel like I kind of stand out, you know what I'm saying? I
1: uh, I do have a little bit of a vacation coming next week, so
0: I'm really looking
1: forward to that. Vacation? Yes, yeah, got a little Airbnb with a hot tub in it, a big room, and...
0: You take a Harley with you? <laughs> no, 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 he's staying home. Oh, is he? Ooh. yeah. All right. You know, yeah. I don't believe I've ever stayed at a Airbnb bed and that's, breakfast, right? You know, that's, that's, that's like that's, a home stuff, you know? So, like, how, how does that whole thing work? You, like, rent a room in somebody's house? Is that uh, what's or, happening?
1: Or the whole house, yeah.
0: Or you just rent the whole house.
1: Or rent the whole house for, like, how many ever days if it's not booked, yep. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend that's coming up and uh, going to have nice four days. Damn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's certainly something to look forward to and I mean man your whole your whole your whole presentation, your whole aura changed immediately when uh, when you started talking it, about this. It's
1: it's a very um, awaited break.
0: Is this somewhere like out of town? Not you know, you... Uh, no,
1: not really. No, no. Okay. no. So it, it's close by, kind of. So, um, I'm gonna do a little tour of the town, and uh, and then phones will be shut off for four days, and it's gonna be el comunicado.
0: I absolutely love that idea. Yeah. I absolutely love that idea. Um. <laughs>
1: cannot wait i've got a timer on my phone that i've been sending her every single day so <laughs> I'm, that's cool I, I can't wait man i really can't
0: i i could tell i mean <laughs> you're very i mean you're very animated about this right now and like i i think that's cool man it's been a long time since i've seen you in this demeanor. Like, I'm not saying you're doom and gloom and all depressed and stuff like that, but, you know, there's a spring in your step. There's a She's little bit... told me
1: together the past month with a bunch of stuff, so it's... She's really kept me on my toes, so... It's... Is, it's it's made it's that... not as bad.
0: <laughs> okay, so... Like, when you say that, like it it resonates so hard with me right now to have that kind of of support, to have somebody to kind of lean on, to have somebody that will listen as you go off on an 18 and a half minute rant about your busted ass trucks, to have somebody that <laughs> I'm shocked I got that out in one shot without losing it halfway through. (laughs) Seriously, though. Bro, that makes all the difference in the world. Um. You you could be having the absolute worst day, shit day. Starts out right out of the gate. Things are not firing on all cylinders, but you get a random message. You get a random phone call. You get some sort of correspondence from somebody that means something to you. You know, just to let you know, yeah, what you're dealing with kind of sucks. But here's what you have to look forward to, or I'm thinking of you, and if there's anything I can do. I mean, just to get that little correspondence makes yeah. all the all the difference in the world and how not only the 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 overall tone of the day, but how you move forward. I mean, are you going to be pissed off for, for the next three and a half weeks? By and large, probably not. It, it'll be inconvenient. Yes. Yeah. Will it, you know, I get that, but. Because, have, you know, I've, I've been, I, I, I have been keeping,
1: and that's the thing that I've noticed. I've made a lot of big changes in my life the last two months. You know what I mean? I've been going to the gym. I've cut down on alcohol. It's almost non-existent now in my life. I had a weak moment last, I think it was um, Friday night. I just, it it was just, it was overwhelming. You know what I mean? Everything just kind of come crashing down,
0: but. And it hurt inside. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I
1: wish I could have push a button because that was a good one. Uh, I'll just clap. That's a
0: slow. Uh, thank you, thank you very much.
1: That that was good. That was pretty good. But I have been I have been keeping extremely positive, considering everything that's been going on, you know, and the fact that I haven't broke anything, socked a motherfucker in the eye. Um, you know, what I mean, I just, yep. you know, it's and it's nice to have something to look forward to and trying to find positivity every day. You know what I mean? And just keep pushing forward. And and to think, you know, either this too shall pass or something's gonna give. But it's getting, you know, it's all on how you wake up in the morning. And for me, it's just been, God damn, I hope the truck
0: starts. <laughs> and that really dictates the, the overall mood of the day, does it not? It does. But, yeah. Yeah. Because it's right, right out of the gate. You, I mean, get up, you get showered, you get your breakfast, you're out the door to head to work. I, I mean, it's a pretty big step and I get that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not like Daniel LaRusa and his mom pushing it down the hill saying, you got to pop it and you know, it, it starts, it starts the vehicle, you know, it's, it's a little bit Ooh, What are you drinking on?
0: The same thing that I've been drinking on for the last month and a half. Cream the, soda. The viewers could, or the, the listeners could probably, I said viewers, because I can see you, they could um. The Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda Zero Sugar. There you go. There a little bit go. of, a little bit of yummy. Yeah. So, I about told you, man. This is the unofficial, official drink, soft drink, of tea time here on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor FM. Tea. Yes, Along sir. those lines, did you listen to the Close to the Heart podcast on Tuesday? I did not. No. Well, um, I talked about something at the end of the show that is going to affect all of our podcasts here. Are you interested? Uh,
1: let's Yeah, let's talk about it. Is this a show meeting during the show?
0: This is um, Tea Time, the Boston Heart boy. Podcast, Wendy's World. The turnbuckle time machine had been operating under the umbrella of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. Jackal Creations Podcast Network is no longer a thing. It's been discontinued. It's been um taken out to the pasture, as it were. Mm. Maybe there's a um, truck out there. <laughs> Um, We are now operating under the PFC podcast network, the Pure Fury Creations podcast network. And of course, that is still powered by our friends over at Anchor.fm. Now, to some people, that may not be a thing. It may not mean a damn thing. I mean, it's not going to, re- look. I mean, it's not really going to change our shows, our formats or anything like that. Well, especially this one, because, well, we have no format. Uh, but there are subtle changes with every show, some not so subtle in the way it's presented and, and things of this nature, because I have goals, T. I I have goals for you, I have goals for Wendy and Nicole and all the people on the, the time machine like i want this to be a thing and i want this to be a successful endeavor in some regard um it's going to take work it's going to take some consistency it's going to take a lot of effort to get to a point to where i'm like we are on to something Part of that process is rebranding. And part of that process is part, a piece, if you will, of this proverbial puzzle that is changing. You know what I'm saying? Like, the winds of change are here. And, or like me, there's so many goddamn moving parts, it, it gets a little much at times. But you break that, you break it up, focus on one thing at a time, it don't seem so you know, so insurmountable. This is part of that. Rebranding the podcast network, totally rebranding what I do on ON TV to the point of where I mean that's not even part of the podcast network. That is its own entity. A podcast here um, like I'm going balls to the wall with this team and like I'm going to be very aggressive with marketing and promotions and things of this nature to not only increase our footprint in an entertainment realm on some level but to increase our exposure for like stage shows and live events. not nearly as extensive not nearly as time consuming not nearly as taxing on our mind body and soul as say putting on a professional wrestling show. Um so my point here is is I have made a decision one of many here recently that is uh like i'm focusing more like i'm taking that time that i had allotted in my life for mwo for podcasting for the youtube channel for all of that and i'm kind of shifting my focus to one side of the spectrum and that is this side and like i will find out during the coming weeks and stuff like that, like who's on board and who's not. And those who aren't on board need 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 to hop the fuck off because you're weighing the you're you're weighing the train down. Um the consistency part is crucial. And a lot of that has had to do with me and my availability to record. To get on the same page, mine too. You know, well, I mean, it's not just here on tea time. I mean, um, like the turnbuckle time machine. I really need to put a renewed focus on that and get on to a consistent schedule with these guys so that we can plan accordingly to get all get you know get on one page for an hour or two and, and record the show. Um, you know a lot of that was on me because I just didn't have the time blocked out. I didn't have that capability to do that because of a lot of other things going on. Now that's not so much a thing, and I have a little bit more time at my disposal. so this allows me the opportunity to throw the the topic ideas for like the time machine out there and be like, okay, which two guys want to tackle this show, that show, that show. Get it on a calendar so that we know on like a week from tomorrow at 6 p.m. I need to be on here to record the turnbuckle time machine. Just using this as an example. Um, with every co-host is a different schedule. Like Wendy and I usually record on Wednesday mornings after work. Um, Nicole is usually done either later in the week or sometime during the weekend if we're a, if if we're even able to right because she's you know she's got kids and a family and then the whole nine yards. Um, my point is is i am I am really focusing on creating a overall very positive experience with the podcast network and you are a crucial part of that so i need you to get on board here <laughs> all right well i'm gonna need some time off motherfucker how much more time off do you need
1: <laughs> you're going on
0: a four-day trip
1: i i know I, i'm working on it i'm working on it mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. you seem very unimpressed very unimpressed Look I'm at try. my face right now. I'm you trying. Like, does, does anything about this say I'm impressed? No. No. You know why? Because I'm not fucking impressed.
1: Well, you you, you need some orange M and M's, is what you need.
0: Uh, no, I don't really think I do. No. No, they kind of the, the, the orange ones have kind of a like an ass taste or something. I don't know it's wow. weird.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> this thing, huh? Huh?
1: Bitter? Me? No, are, are, are that, the, the orange M&M's bitter? Do they give you a little bit of
0: a... HSA. Of- yeah, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah, it makes me feel all shitty, like, you know Do what they- I mean?
1: <laughs> but you might, want, you might want to take some from that.
0: Hey, have you been to the o- online store lately?
1: I haven't even been online.
0: Really appreciate you support the product. here.
1: <laughs> Look it. I can't even return text. How am I going to?
0: True story.
1: True I, story. I, I know. I hear it from a few different people. but I'm. I hear, wasn't
0: going to say nothing.
1: I know. I know. Other people have. You don't have to worry about it.
0: I wholeheartedly believe that.
1: And I was never like that, you know what I mean? But I'll get back there. It's It's been nice, I gotta be honest.
0: <laughs> Listen, I how many times have we come on the show here and we've talked about doing like a disconnect, yeah. either from social media or just in general, like just completely go off the grid. Let a few people know in, in the vicinity that, that you're going to be and I tell it out. So the fact that you've got this four-day thing coming up here with a friend or what have you, and 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 the whole nine yards, and turning the phones off, fucking love it, dude. Jealous, and I feel like I really need to do that. I feel like I need that that disconnect for a few days. Get the hell out of town. I Get the every, hell. I mean, everybody uh, needs to.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's good for the peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, obviously you got. If you got kids or stuff like that going on, you know, that's, that's one thing, but you know, that just answer general text or messages or anything like that, you know, um, uh, they'll be there when you get back. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, there's nothing wrong with taking a mental break. Everybody needs to, right. I mean, it's just the way it goes. I mean, it's winter, it's very boring if there ain't shit going on, you know, and um, there's always a ton of streaming services to watch movies and series and blah, 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 and it goes on and on and on, but sometimes you just need to um, be away from it all and do stuff that's not even close to important, (laughs) except work, do things that you want to do, you know,
0: I totally agree. I mean, I, like, I I can't agree with that anymore. Like, there's the no way, part of that I, I can argue with.
1: The way I feel about it, you know, they can either be on board with you, and they'll be there when you get back, and if they're not, well, fuck them. What's, what's the point? What's What are you really missing then, right? Yeah. I
0: mean, just call it what it is. I ain't mad about it. I ain't mad about it. I ain't trying to follow Um, another thing I I wanted to to discuss with you because I feel like this this resonated, um, kind of sh- totally well. We're totally shifting gears here. We're gonna. I came across something uh earlier today before we came in here to record uh, the Detroit Tigers. Are planning to retire the number one from its roster in celebration of Lou Whitaker. You know, I,
1: bro, I can't believe it's not been done earlier.
0: I totally agree. And I wonder if this is an effort to kind of take the sting out of the fact that this dude cannot get into the goddamn Hall of Fame. Right. And there is no shit and reason. Nope. Why Lou Whitaker should not be in the baseball Hall of Fame, in Cooperstown. There's no reason. If you're going to put Ozzie Smith in the Hall of Fame, you've got to put Lou Whitaker in there.
1: And not to mention so many others that are in there besides the, I mean, you know, one of the longest running tenures with one team. Not to mention be associated with being one of the best double play combinations with uh, the number three, Alan Trammell, over there at shortstop, who is in the Hall of Fame. Right. That's just like how they asked something about Jeff Hardy going in by himself. And he was like, well, what about my brother? Right. No, no, no. He's under contract with AEW. We're just thinking about you. You can't put one Hardy in without the other. Just not going to go not gonna fly i i i would make this analogy with whitaker and trammell because right
0: well at, at this point you like, you use the the wwe reference and i'll say this they're not above putting a person in for multiple reasons like hulk hogan's in there on his own accord but hulk hogan is also in there as a member of the new world order um Shawn Michaels, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Jeff Hardy has done enough on his own to go in as a single entity. But there will be a day, regardless if that happens or not, that the Hardy boys will be inducted. You cannot not include the Hardy boys into the WWE Hall of Fame. Now, will it be after uh, Matt is done with all Lee wrestling? Probably. Um, I don't I- know.
1: But my opinion on that is he did so much with him before he went on his own and got those accomplishments. You know what I mean? The, the, the TLC matches alone. I mean, but but going back to Whitaker, it's just like maybe he didn't have Barry Bonds numbers or or Alex Rodriguez or any of these power hitters. But he was consistent. A long oh. a long-tenured player that you just don't see anymore since probably the likes of Jeter. Right. Because even A-rod went to three different teams.
0: Most of them do. They just follow yeah. the money now. There's no loyalty, really. You know, by and large. These these big name stars and these ones that the kids all look up to, you know, there is no Loyalty to a specific team for good, bad, or indifferent. They're just, they're following the money train. And it's no longer become, I want to be a professional ball player because I love baseball. It is how much money can I get out of this with, and a lot of times with, with as little effort as possible. Don't ask them to do anything out of the ordinary or, or, or extracurricular or anything like this unless they absolutely have to. That that never used to be a thing. Right. You look at Trammell, you look at Whitaker, you know, these guys for a generation yeah. were were pillars of the Detroit Tigers baseball team. Like, you know, guys came and went. Yeah. But, in the infield, the consistency was Alan Trammell and Lou Whitaker. And how and I'm totally with you and take nothing away from Jack Morris right? Jack Morris is a tremendous pitcher. and I mean very much Hall of Fame worthy. And I'm happy that he went in as a Detroit Tiger. However, I feel like if you're going to take two players, from the 1984 championship team and you already know you're putting alan trammell in right why in the fuck did we not pick lou whitaker and <laughs> save jack morris i mean i mean yeah you could add him to that class or you know if there's some bullshit protocol that you don't want to have too many representatives of one team in one given class, unless it's the New York Yankees because they are holier than now and all this other shit. Um, I Either you could have saved Morris's induction for the next class or put him in with these two, but Trammell and Whitaker deserved to go in the Hall of Fame same time. Same place as representatives of the greatest a, a double play combo in the history history yes. of Major League Baseball. Yeah. Do not argue with me. Don't at me or whatever the fuck it is that. That's Don't, a me, huh? Don't at me. I'm a, whatever. You cannot deny the numbers. No. And you cannot deny the impact that it made on. A generation of baseball fans in a tremendous baseball city. And usually when a ball player has the number one on his back, that's usually
1: a lot of attention onto that player or that player draws attention to that number. And as I recall, Lou Whitaker is not that prima donna. However, I do have a Lou Whitaker spring training story for you.
0: Oh yeah.
1: In fact, when you messaged me a few hours ago and mentioned about Lou Whitaker, I I mentioned it to mom that the Tigers were going to retire his number. And she goes, isn't he the one that you asked for an autograph? And I said, and he told me no. And she goes, yeah. I said, I do remember that. Because we were in Lakeland and it was the first year they had signed Cecil Fielder. We were down there. I think my aunt had passed away. It's been a long time, but we have we have family in um Suffer Hills, and we were going down there a lot in the winter, and at that time it was like it had to be February, March, whatever. All the guys were coming in. I got like Herndon um I got Cecil's autograph. I even got Trammel's autograph. The one guy I wanted because I had one, I wanted the other. He just, nope, he wouldn't sign for nobody. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was so upset because at that time, I was huge. kid. We were kids. I mean, you know, I was huge into that. And the fact that he wouldn't sign the ball for me broke my damn heart because there again was recognized as the best double play combination like ever. And the fact that they were on our team. And I was bummed. I was broken hearted that he wouldn't sign the ball.
0: You know what I mean? And
1: that's terrible.
0: That, that really surprises
1: me. Yeah, it, I know. I know. But it was funny that even my mom remembered
0: that. <laughs> you know? Well, well, it upset her kid. Well, but
1: I, I mean, like when I was telling her that, I didn't expect her to um just bring that up. You know, I had already known, but I wasn't going to re-bring it up. She just... She's like, isn't he the one that what like she knew right away, you know? Cause uh, she took me to Cooperstown when I was, I want to say 13, and I've got a picture with her at the entrance. And I got a camouflage prison of war missing an action camo hat. I had the Panama Jack T shirt <laughs> and the light eighties shorts going on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and someday I'll find that picture and I have to send it to you, you know. And it was just, it was the funniest damn thing, you know. But yeah, it was at Cooperstown. Saw the Double Day Field, I think, is what it was called. And I, I definitely would like to go back someday. But yeah, that's Oh
0: my goodness!
1: Breaking news: Are they putting them in the Hall of Fame? <laughs>
0: No, I don't. I don't know this number, to be honest with you. So they're
1: probably wanting to know about your extended car warranty. Tell them to send it my way, because I can put it on a couple of trucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it if it was somebody that I knew, I totally would have answered it, put them on speaker, and had them come here without them knowing. That would have been fun. Yeah,
1: I thought Dad was coming back to life behind me or something. <laughs>
0: oh, okay.
1: so anyhow. That's my Lou Whitaker story. Stunned. Yeah, I am too.
0: Really surprised that that happened because he always. Add Adam. <laughs> oh heavens! Ah, uh, well, is there anything else on your mind?
1: I, I don't really have anything. What about you? What's up with uh, wrestling? MWO.
0: Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> No problem there. Okay. Uh, listen, we there there will there will be announcements made in the coming weeks here. Nothing that I want to really get into at That's this okay,
1: point. That's okay. I'm glad you're going through other ven- ventures. I've been telling you this for a few years now, and I think um, when one door may be closing, but not maybe. And something else is opening. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong. You put in your time. You gave everybody a platform to put in their time. For. um, what two decades. Two and a half decades. Right.
0: Yeah. Almost 30 years. I mean. I mean, that's something that we can. We can discuss right. later on.
1: I, I know I'm jumping to conclusions here, but I'm just saying, you know, you've got my full support no matter what. Right. And I know I'm, that. I, I, I've I've been t- I've been telling you for a couple of years. You've Got to get another hobby. Something less painful.
0: Right. Well, but, I just I just I can I took that because you're a wuss, and but. I'm getting old. What? Like I'm fit as a fiddle, you know what I mean. Like I feel like a million bucks right now. I I can go. I can probably go in there tomorrow and become world champion. <laughs> like I'm I'm that good, right? Um, I'd rather happen. <laughs> and that's the difference. That's oh, well, the difference. Fuck a big one. <laughs> <I'm>, Do <dude>, what? <laughs> well. On that note, we're just gonna go. I can see where 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 this is going, and um, I'll tell you. Yeah, you know what that means. That means they're calling you a big butthole. Yeah, and then yeah. much worse. Oh,
1: but I I respond to dinner bells
0: real good. I'm sure. I am no doubt. Wait. I'm what? Up on that one well, we uh, we certainly appreciate everybody tuning in this week um, as always. And I know I can speak for a lot of them to you when 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 I say, I hope that by this time next week, um, we've got something of a conclusion to the the, the vehicle issue. Yeah. Um, that would that would be ideal. So we're certainly pulling for you out here. Awesome. <laughs> i've made it through this farm i'll be all right we uh we encourage and appreciate all of your feedback just uh, either send us a direct message on our facebook page look for tea time podcast or you could go to to net, and there you will see um the link the email which coincidentally um, one of the few things that did not get removed upon somebody hacking into the into the website and deleting a bunch of my shit, but that's a story for another day oh, uh you. huh really oh yeah, well, yeah. Like off air stuff huh no i'll go ahead and talk about it real quick like i went to uh to get on To do some editing, some updating, and I log in to find that, like, 80% of the shit that I had spent, worked on, wrote, uploaded to build the website, gone. Wow. Deleted. Um, So somebody hacked into my shit because they fucking suck at life. And the and what apparently makes them feel better is to cause malicious bullshit to somebody else, which by and large probably whatever heat you have probably doesn't really even fucking involve you. But you know, it's a, I'm sure it was a good time. They got a good chuckle out of it. That's cool. I mean, but the cool the cool thing about me, T, is I am not a one trick pony. right and that is not like that that's what that was what was on my mind on a particular day on a particular moment you think that's the only thing i've got to bring to the the table you are sorely fucking mistaken because i'm going to tell you something and i realize and you know there will be a day when i can be a little bit more transparent about shit but I realize that there are a lot of people that just that are they are not fans of mine right now. And I understand that. I can totally understand that. But if you're somebody that is acting out in a vile or malicious manner, um you really need need to get your shit in check because at the end of the day whatever I don't know, representation or whatever you think that you're providing is not doing anybody any good. All you're doing is motivating the fuck out of me. And when I'm motivated, and T, you can attest to this. Anybody that knows me can attest to this. You light a fire under my ass, there is absolutely nothing I cannot and will not do to get to a goal to check off something on a checklist in terms of success on some realm. And that's cool. It just goes right along with the whole rebranding of everything that I'm doing here. So essentially what you've done is you've given me a clean slate. And when you give me a clean slate that I can mold and manipulate and everything to what I feel is what needs to happen. The sky's the absolute limit. So thank you. Thank you in your extreme assholishness. Lit that fire. And you are now a huge component as to my next conquer, my next goal, Matt. You know what I mean? I do absolutely so you know there are a lot of miserable people in the world and i wish nothing more than they could get they could find some degree of happiness meaning fulfillment something something that that that's going to be more positive in nature versus going through life being an asshole. There's enough assholes in the world. You really don't need to contribute to the asshole pool.
1: Dennis Leary wrote a song about it.
0: A-S-S-H-O-L-E. Everybody. A-S-S-H-O-L-E. Actually, I just put that on one of my Spotify playlists. Yeah. There you go. Love that song. So funny. So funny. Dennis Leary is very much underappreciated, you know what? As he was really underappreciated in the movie The Rest. Love that movie. <laughs> love that movie. I watch it every year at, at Christmas time.
1: Having okay. a good time, Murray? <laughs> what
0: are you, Dayton? <laughs> you over know, there fucking Dayton, Murray? <laughs> That's a
1: good Christmas movie. I we've actually forgotten to talk about that one. I think
0: very much under the radar. Like, nah, yeah. like I remember going to the theater and seeing it when they came out and it was only out for like three weeks, like bombed at the box office. But I absolutely love it. It is so fun. He was
1: also in the double whammy. Do You ever see that one? I think he was a a cop on the way out and he always threw his back out in the middle of a big like robbery or heist or some shit going on and it just didn't work out so much for him you know
0: sure but That's a shame. well Chief, let's, let's hop on out of here for the week i gotta get ready for work you gotta go night night Uh, We certainly appreciate everybody tuning in, and we will be back here next Thursday, beginning at 1 a.m. with a brand-new episode of Tea Time as a part of the brand-new PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm.
1: That's a pure fizzle one, right?
0: Pure Creations,
1: yes. Yeah, pure fizzle. Sure. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye. See you.